wow, I just watched the season finale of the Bel Air episode, so I was waiting to the entire season before actually throwing my thoughts in, because I didn't want to do an episode by episode type deal, so now that I've seen it all, I want to throw in my thoughts and comments of the season overall. First of all, I want to just basically say the way it ended was great. You know, the season finale was building up these last few episodes, and I'm going to talk about spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the season, the series yet, or haven't seen the season finale, um, turn away because I'm about to basically spoil everything. I'm not going to do a, a spoiler-free review like I normally do. I'm just going to take this head on because there's a lot to talk about. So, for those who've been living under a rock, Bel Air is basically a reimagining of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air starring Will Smith. And honestly, with this season finale, I was hoping that whole Will Smith thing didn't hang over the balance with uh, everything that happened in the Oscars, and it didn't. So, let's just jump right into it. First of all, when I first saw this, the mock um commercial of this this was before this cast was even put together and everything i thought it was a great idea but this show did not have any sense being this good i mean i didn't think it would be this good because there's been a lot of remakes and different things that are done and it just it usually doesn't work and i'll tell you like for example full house for example Full House had their own show, and then they came out with Fuller House, and it didn't capture the nostalgia, I guess, for the people. It only had two seasons, I believe, maybe three. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I did watch the old one only because I think it was my sister who watched it. I don't wasn't a big fan of it, but there's reason why shows like that don't last. But this one was different because it was a total reimagining. Basically, Gone is the sitcom, the jokes and the laugh tracks and all that, and in we bring drama. So the reason I thought initially it wasn't going to work is because I thought it was going to be similar to any type of, you know, young person drama. You know, in my case, when I was young, the drama was 90210. I don't know what young kids watch now. Probably something similar to that. But that's what I was really thinking. It was going to be some made-for-TV drama, just over-the-top just just ridiculous and I thought it was going to fail miserably from the first episode <laughs> I can tell you I was shocked because it definitely wasn't anything about that it, it definitely from the beginning showed you hey this isn't the old uh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air this is just Bel-Air and it was raw it was gritty and there's a lot of things I want to jump in and talk about but first let's start with the cast because I think that's the thing that everybody was watching and hoping that would work out well. Uh, is it Jabari Banks? He's playing uh, Will Smith. Excellently cast. Matter of fact, he kind of looks like a younger Will Smith. And he studied the mannerisms. You can tell that he was um, really into the role. He took it well. He's great dramatically. He's great when he's being goofy. I think he was the perfect casting. And pretty much everybody on here was... A great casting. I think, um, in my opinion, Cassandra Freeman as Vivian Banks probably was the best casting out of everybody because at times you had to really look and make sure that she's not the real uh, black Aunt Vivian <laughs> from the show. I'm talking about she talked just like this woman. It really, you could really tell that she really did um, her homework and she was an expert casting. 
Uh, Adrian Holmes as uh, Philip Banks, I believe he was great as well. A lot of times he had that cool Uncle Phil demeanor, like when Uncle Phil was cool in the uh, the uh, sitcoms version, he had that tone of him too. So it was like everybody really tried to pick up certain little quips about their characters. And I thought that those three actually had a great dynamic. I, I love the way that they were cast. I love the way that they performed. Everybody was good. Now, those three were the three that were normal. <laughs> so basically, these were the three characters that you related to better than all the other ones because there were a lot of changes for the rest of them. So Coco Jones is Hillary Banks. Now they didn't they got rid of that whole ditzy thing, which I was happy because this is not a sitcom, this is a real life drama. And when they reimagined her character, the first thing I thought of was genius. What would Hillary Banks in the old show be doing in today's age? Well, she'd be an influencer because she's narcissistic. And that's what they made this Hillary Banks, which I was like, okay, that fits her character well. I like the fact that she wasn't, like I said, ditzy or just dumb. And I also like the fact that they actually gave her some sort of skills, whereas in the series, she was really just getting by off of her looks and her ditziness and all that. Well, in this show, she's actually a cook. And that really th threw me through a loop when I saw... Um, at one of the earlier episodes where Hillary Banks is actually sitting there cooking and Jeffrey sitting there on his cell phone, which was kind of odd, but I'll get to that in here in a second. Um, let's see, who else do we have? We have, well, so we might as well just go ahead and jump into Jeffrey. So Jeffrey is a totally different character. Gone is the whole butler thing, and now he's kind of like the Ray Donovan of the family. So if you don't know who Ray Donovan is, he's a fixer. He's a guy who goes out there and gets things done under the law, over the law, beyond the law, whatever he needs to do to achieve his goal, he gets it done. And the fact that they changed him like that I thought was brilliant because now all of a sudden he's part of the family. He, Him and Phil actually had a good relationship up until the end. And you can tell that Jeffrey really cares for the family, even though the sitcom one did as well. But this one, he feel, felt like he was more of a... Uh, used to the family it was funny because when I saw him sitting there on his phone I was like what in the hell does Jeffrey do now I mean he's obviously not the cook I mean he helped Will with his bags but what does he really do and boy did we find out what he actually does um another good character I liked was uh Jazz I think that they the reimagining of Jazz so him and Hillary were like the ditzy ones on the show, the real ones who were kind of slow and everything. And so because they were making a drama, they couldn't have that type of personality on the show. And I love that he owns his own vinyl store that was passed down to him from his family. And I like how cool and suave he is. And I like that how he was always there for Will when he needed him. And I also like the relationship between him and Hillary, which if you remember in the show, Hillary despised him. I think there was one episode where she actually started to like him or I can't remember if that was a dream or something like that. But um, yeah, so, you know, they took all that craziness away. They actually gave him a purpose and I enjoyed the um, casting. I believe his name is uh, Jordan Jones. So hats off to him. He did a great job. Now, I'm going to talk about the one character that I did not care for and it has nothing to do with the actress herself and that was the character Ashley Banks my problem with Ashley is 
They had nothing for her to do in this season. And I know they tried to throw in the whole, um, you know, she's gay storyline. And that's fine and all that. But you didn't spend any time with that build up. It was just like 30 minutes and, you know, really actually out of all the characters had the least screen time. One of the things I was thinking that was going to happen with her is the fact that on the sitcom, she actually uh, was a big, was influenced the biggest by Will. And I thought they were going to put some of those elements in there, but they didn't, um, deciding to go with the gay storyline. And while I have no problems, if that's the way they want to go with her, the way they did it was just kind of like, hey, we're going to throw this in there. We don't have anything for Ashley. Let's make her gay. Just throw this in here. Have it as a subplot. And it really didn't do anything for the storyline. I mean, you could have taken out every scene Ashley was in and the show would have still been the same. She had no influence on the storyline. She was just there. And again, nothing bad about the actress. I mean, they just didn't give her anything to do. I would have been surprised if she would have walked upstairs and just disappeared, just like the girl on Family Matters, because they literally had nothing for her to do. And in a show like this, where there's just so many characters and so many storylines, I can see where somebody's going to get kind of left in the back. And maybe in the future seasons, she'll have a little more to do, so we'll see. But she was probably the one character that I was disappointed with the most. And you know I left one last for a reason and that would be Carlton Banks so I know there was a lot of hate with Carlton but this is how the actual Carlton from the sitcom would have been in reality I mean you know maybe would he have had a drug problem who knows but I mean being around those types of kids and you know that atmosphere he probably would have and not only that but just the way that he is snobby the way that he's kind of lost touch with the culture, so to speak. These are all things that would have spoke to that Carlton. And I loved his character. I thought the he was, you know, a sort of antagonist throughout the season as, you know, he was Will's biggest uh, conflict. And it made sense. Now, just to kind of add on to this, the character who played Lisa as well, I enjoyed her. I thought she was great at what she did. Um, I think her name was uh, Simone Jones. Simone Joy Jones or something like that. Anyways, I at first I was kind of upset they threw her in there because, you know, in the original show, she didn't meet Will until college. And I thought the series was doing too much too fast. I really thought they and when I really thought they were like throwing every little thing in this first season too quick. I'm like, Goodness, you're going to throw all of the references of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in there before the season ends. And I thought they could have waited on Lisa. But what they did with her and how they added her to the um, mix with her being Carlton's ex, I thought was brilliant. Once again, you gave that conflict some fire. You gave that conflict. First of all, we all knew there was going to be conflict when Will was starting to get attention from other people when will starts to get attention from uh, uh vivian and philip and all that you knew carlton was going to be the one that was affected with it the most and then to throw lisa in there as a conflict as well i thought was brilliant so she had a purpose for them putting her in there um early so i enjoyed that so i thought that was a great choice by him and then there's other um different characters i'm not gonna get into um too much of them i mean i liked um 
you know, Will's mom's character and pretty much all the other supporting cast. Everybody did a great job. So going, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to go, um, you know, episode by episode or anything like that. Just kind of give you my general thoughts. So right off the bat, first thing I loved seeing more of Philly. And we didn't really get to see much of that in the original show. I think they had like a little two-part uh, season that we saw him in Philly. And, um, you know, he kind of stayed behind until he was uh, kidnapped by NBC and brought back, <laughs> which was stupid. But, um, yeah, the whole Philly thing, I think we got to see a lot more that we were that I thought we were going to get to see. Because that one little fight that he got into wasn't just a little scuffle. I mean, this was a serious matter. And one of the things I like they built on as well is Trey. He was played by Don Cheadle in one of the original sitcom episodes. And so I like the fact that we were able to see, actually see Will and Trey in Philly. So the whole Philly scene was great it all it automatically kind of set you up to see this is what will was living through this is the stuff he was going through and this was the actual fight we got to see and i knew we were going to get to see it but it wasn't a you know like a simple fight like the first series made us think it was it was very something you know something very tragic and it really could have ended will's um life because yeah gun charge in pennsylvania yeah, that's one of those things that you don't get away from. That could have been on his record, ruined his basketball, ruined his college, everything. Uncle Phil reached out, um, made some uh, some you know calls, called in some favors, I guess you would call, you would say, and eventually moved him out to um, Bel Air where he was safe while the uh, drug dealer that he had gotten in the beef with was still looking for him. Now, right off the bat. I'm going to talk about the Trey and Will relationship, which I thought, like I said, it was great to see that. And the one thing I hated, not necessarily hated as far as a storyline, but just hated to see (laughs) that Will went through was when he brought Trey out to Bel Air and, you know, Will is still feeling guilty because Trey ended up getting shot over all the stuff they went through because he was left behind while Will was in Bel Air. And to see how he reacted um, to that, you know, he was, he liked the lifestyle, but he thought Will was going to come home eventually. And then when he found out Will wasn't coming home, he kind of turned on him. That's, it's real to be honest with you, because there are some people who see when you have a come up, they don't like it. They want you back on their level. And Will started to enjoy himself and actually could see the positives of being out there. And all of a sudden, Trey turned on him. And I thought, again, it wasn't bad for the storyline because that really happens in real life. I just thought it could have been, I don't know. I just hated to see Will lose his one uh, last connection other than his mother to Philly. And then, you know, of course, the whole social media bullying thing goes on where Trey talks trash to Will and all this. And Will's feeling some type of way about it. But, you know, those relationships, that is what it is. Um, you know, another thing I liked about it, especially at the beginning is that Will didn't fit in and in the sitcom Will fit in real quick and Carlton wasn't really that popular as he is in this series. And, um, Will had struggled to fit in throughout this entire season. And I liked that 
you know, once he started playing basketball, of course, once you can do something for them, then they'll kind of jump around. I'm not going to get into all the social commentary about that, but we know how that is. But before, Will had a hard time fitting in because the people looked down upon him. And that's literally how I think it would actually happen in real life. Um, in the series, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will was instantly loved by all the other kids um, became popular, more popular than Carlton, whereas in this universe, which I liked, they made Carlton the popular one, and Will was just kind of looked down upon by all the other kids, for the most part, and that conflict was there as far as Carlton being a sellout, and then you have Will, who's reminding him, you know, how you got these these um, kids singing the N-word, and you're good with it, I like that part of it, because there's a lot of people out there who don't really take it that seriously. They really think, you know, it's okay for somebody white to say that they're saying it. It's not like they were doing it maliciously or anything like that. But yeah, there's certain things that you can't say. And then if you allow that, you know, they'll keep pushing. And once again, as the story went on, Carlton saw the realness of his popular friend and they ended up kind of going their separate ways once he saw what was going on there. So, getting back to the overall storyline. So, Uncle Phil is running for district attorney. And, of course, he's lost connection with, I guess, some of his normal baseline, which Will does help. One of the things I did like about this season overall is a lot of stuff, like, their lives really wouldn't have been much different, you know, if Will hadn't come. So, for example... Hillary doing her influencer house and who's, you know, Hillary's beefing with her mother and everything like that. And for the record, if you've never lived with a mother and daughter before in your life, um, you wouldn't understand that. I thought that was so real because I've done it twice. I had a sister and a mother who lived in the same house, always at odds. And I had a wife and daughter who lived in the same house, always at odds. And that conflict was just so real between them, you know, um, Vivian's trying to like, okay, Hillary, you need to do something other than social media. You do, you need to do, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they kept bumping heads until Hillary left and went to the influencer house. And then they had a problem with that. I mean, this is like stuff that's like real life conflict between family members. And like I said, you know, that would have happened if Will was there, if he wasn't. Carlton's drug addiction and him falling out. And then, you know, it, it initially realizing that uh, eventually realizing that Lisa wasn't going to come back to him. And his just whole anxiety breakdown thing would have happened without Will. The only thing that was altered slightly was just um, Philip Banks when he was running for D.A. And Will is just showing a connection to the regular people and then reminding Phil of who he is and allowing him to kind of tap into that. That may be the only thing that really will change. I mean, everything else in the storyline would have happened as it is, as it happened um, with uh, Ashley in the, like I said, the gay storyline. That wouldn't have changed because Will, nothing changed because of Will. So this family was already having issues and they were already going to have issues regardless of if Will was there or not. Um I, like I said, this there's just so much to talk. I could probably talk about this for a few hours, but I'm not going to talk too long about it. But, um, of course, you have Jeffrey, like I said, who was the Ray Donovan. He's the fixer. Um, 
he probably had that drug dealer killed. I'm assuming that's what they were hinting at. I didn't want to, they didn't really go out there and say it, but yeah, you know, Jeffrey is in these type of Sopranos type mess here. And Phil is just a squeaky clean guy. So anything he needs done, he goes to Jeffrey and Jeffrey handles. Jeffrey's looking out for the family and I'm glad he was looking out for the family. But then Philip saying he couldn't trust him basically lets him go. I had a problem with that because I understand that you're upset with the man. But this is the one man who knows where all the bodies are. (laughs) You know, he knows about the drug dealer in Philly. He knows about a whole bunch of other stuff that Phil probably had him do. And the one time he goes against him, you force him out, which I think is very stupid because that could come back to bite you. I don't know what Phil was thinking. You know, Philip normally is a smarter man. But the first thing I would have thought of is, okay, I can't trust him with certain things, but I'm just going to keep him you know, by the side, because if this man wanted to ruin your whole DA run, he could do that on his own. He could come out there and say, yes, Philip had me do this, that, and this. You can go to jail, Phil. So (laughs) I don't know. I didn't understand that part of it, but I'm assuming it's so they can kind of build that back up in the second season. Also, a major storyline was Vivian getting back into her art, and I enjoyed that storyline, especially the fact that Philip really had lost touch with her. He's basically so focused on the campaign that he didn't really tap into what she liked to do. And, you know, he figured, hey, I'm I'm the main man right now. She could take a back seat and all that. And that was pushing her away. And again, I loved Vivian Banks. I thought she was the best character on the show. I enjoyed that conflict. I enjoyed that sacrifice that she made. I enjoyed the whole art um, storyline. And then of course, Michael Ely comes in there. I mean, come on, Phil, you see Michael Ely, you can't leave your woman around Michael Ely. That's, that's not going to be good. And eventually Phil figured it out and kind of, you know, put his territory back in place. And the one thing I did like about how the whole DA storyline ended, it was going to be messy, but Phil decided to just basically get out of the race because he wanted to take care of his family. He wanted to be spend more time. He wanted to give uh, Vivian her time, her art back, and it was a noble sacrifice. And honestly, that was on uh, episode nine. If they would have ended the season with that, I'd have been fine with it because I thought it was a good sacrifice. I enjoyed the whole um, storyline, and Phil just gave it all up to get back to his family. So it was brilliant. So then we have episode 10. And so throughout the whole year, we're trying to figure out, because they kept mentioning, especially these last few episodes about Will's father. Who's going to be Will's father? Who's going to be Lou? Who's going to be Lou? It was just one of those things. Now, what I thought was going to happen is I thought Will Smith himself would play um, the Bel Air Will's father. I think it would have been perfect because he's from the old show. You know, we already had the uh, old mom and the uh, light-skinned Aunt Vivian make a cameo. It would have been a quick cameo um, for him. And I thought since he's a producer anyway, he would have just went on the sh- went on ahead and jumped in the show. I think everybody thought that. That's why when they finally put it in there, they had the back of his head, like really not trying to show who it is. And then when he turned around and you discovered it was Marlon Wayans, 
I will admit I was slightly disappointed, not because it was Marlon Wayans, but because it wasn't Will Smith like I thought it was. <laughs> um, but I think it was probably better after this whole Oscar debacle anyway, so I think it all worked itself out. Marlon Wayans, for the brief moment that he's in this show, is brilliant. I mean, the man can act. This ain't the same goofy man that we used to know from the the Wayans show. This dude, and I, I've noticed that before in certain roles that he's taken, but he is actually a great actor. Now, his stand-up is horrible, okay? I saw it, well, I won't say all of it. I saw the last one that he did. I think it was an HBO. I watched that. I turned it off. It was so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, some people shouldn't be doing stand-up, and I know he's done it before, but that special that he had on HBO was not good at all. But the man can act. And just in this little time, you know, the chemistry that him and Jabari Banks had in the scenes together, you can tell there was a genuine sadness to both of them. A genuine sadness on his part, a genuine anger on Will's part, and then vice versa. I mean, they just carried the scene so well. And it was just, they were even getting along for a moment. And then all of a sudden they exploded and he went to choke the boy. I'm like, goodness, you know, this guy here coming into Will's life and you're trying to win him over. And then this is just not the best way to do that. And I thought the final episode was great. You know, Will is, you know, he's like, I can't trust anybody. I can't, you know, everybody's been lying to me my whole life. And I get that part, but he still doesn't see. And again, he's young. But he doesn't see what these people were trying to do for him because they know what Lou was. And honestly, I hope that Lou is not gone. I hope Marlon Wayans comes back because, uh, you know, he, he was just in that little bit of the show he was in. He was excellent. I enjoyed every little part of it. So hopefully he'll come back. Um, one other thing I want to mention is the relationship between Will and Carlton. So it started off bumpy, of course, as you all know. And as they started to learn to respect each other and get along, you know, they they really drew a bond there. I think one of the things that I liked was when, you know, he kind of hugged uh, Will at the end when Will was about to leave and threw some money in his pocket. Like, that's family taking care of family. And that's what I think the whole point of the show was, really just showing that family dynamic. And I liked how these two were enemies at the beginning to the point where Carlton is at Lisa's house looking for him in tears saying, I need that, you know, he, he needed what Will brought to him. And I thought that whole journey between them two was great. I mean, this is a man who was struggling with drug addiction and Will is the only one to see it. And, you know, just it's crazy because nobody else in the family, in the household sees that. But Will, and Will sees it, and he tries to help him out with it. Um, you know, he took care of his cousin. And in the end, Carlton took care of him, which was a great scene. I loved how they built that up throughout the year, going from I despise this man to this man is my brother. I will take care of him. I thought that was brilliant. So kudos to this show, you know, just to kind of wrap it up. Again, this show had no sense being this good. If there's any quips that I had about it, and, and again, these are like very, very nitpicky type things. 
I didn't like the fact that they were trying to throw so much of the series, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air series, nostalgia moments in the show so quickly. I mean, they were just, especially the first, say, four or five episodes, they were laying it on thick from the Will turning his jacket inside out to Will playing the basketball and telling the other guy, you don't, you're not really from there, are you? And the Malibu guy and... All of that. There was just a lot of stuff they were throwing in there, including with, you know, Lisa. I thought she was a little early, but again, she worked out perfectly. But all those little things, I thought they were going to do too much of it because I was like, man, y'all have already done probably about five seasons worth in the first five episodes. And I honestly thought what they were going to do is they were going to give us this whole nostalgia thing the entire first season. And the next season, they were just going to go their own route. And if they would have did that, that's fine. But... I just thought that was my biggest issue was, ah, oh, you're doing too much too quick. And then, of course, the whole Ashley Banks storyline. And before people say, well, you know, you wouldn't have a problem with it. It's just dealing with somebody who's gay and all that. I have no problems with that. What I have a problem with is it was just half-ass written in there. And they know it. They had nothing for the character. They literally, she was on the sideline for majority of the season. And this whole gay thing just kind of came out of nowhere. And then they tried to push it on us real quick. She had no reason. She literally had no purpose in the series. And quite honestly, the only reason I think they had the character was because she was from the original series. They really haven't, you really don't know much about Ashley. and, And I'll even prove it to you. Other than Ashley being gay. What else do you know about her? Just think about that. You don't know anything about this girl other than the fact that she's gay. Now, you put any other character like Carlton. What do you know about him? Uh, What do you know about Jazz? What do you know about Hillary? You have this a whole bunch of information that you know about these other people. But Ashley, the only thing you can say is she's the youngest member of the family and she's gay. That's it. That's all they gave us to work with. I thought that was just terrible. If they wanted to add that on there i'm totally fine with it but they should have gave her more screen time to really for us to really get to know the character so we can see the journey instead of just writing in a couple of episodes and all of a sudden she's meeting a friend and then she finds out the friend likes will and she gets you know feels rejected and comes out to hillary i mean there there really wasn't anything there other than oh by the way i'm gay that's literally was ashley's whole storyline so They should have took it to season two if they didn't have much for her and then built off of that from the beginning. And then, you know, you can kind of ease your way into that. So, but other than that, those are really the only things that I really um, didn't care for. And again, these are really minimal things. Everything else on the show, brilliant. This show should not have been this good. The rawness, the grittiness, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting more of a... 90210 vibe, but I got a, you know, a hood vibe, almost a wire-esque vibe, well, as far as language and everything like that, um, they knocked it out the park, and I can't wait to see season two, I enjoyed the first season, I think it's probably one of the best premiere series that is going to come out this year, I thought everything was done well, everybody was casted well, um, you know, even the changes that they made worked, Everything works. Matter of fact, I saw somebody put together a uh, crazy, um, real, realistic uh, drama of the 
uh, Martin show. Now I'm not a fan of Martin, so it really, the, you know, the sh- Martin the show. I really wasn't a big fan of it, but somebody put together a dramatic trailer for that, hoping maybe somebody will pick it up. Called uh, Pam and Tommy, I think it was, and it was it, they were trying to make it dramatic, just like this. So it was kind of uh, funny to watch, but. I don't know. Maybe this is what they're going to do now. Hollywood, you know, once they see something that works, they just kind of mimic it. So now we're starting to see a bunch of, maybe you'll see Married with Children drama. Oh, my God. If they do that, I'm done. I swear I'm done. (laughs) But anyways, what did you think about the show? Did you enjoy it? Was it a surprise to you? Did you always think it was going to be good? Or did you think it sucked? Let me know in the comments below. And um, as always, if there's anything you want me to review or talk about, leave that in the comments as well. It's your boy Enigma signing out. Deuces.